Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Moose Media Podcast for the week. Ricky Dean here with you on Sports Moose Media. As we talk about high school football in southwest Alabama, primarily Monroe and Escambia County, Alabama, with all the schools there. And not only that, this week we're going to venture out some. We're going to do what we always do here on the program, and and we're going to talk about schools from Monroe and Escambia County. But what we're going to do is we're going to venture out a little bit this week because now that we've reached the halfway point of of the year for high school football in the state of Alabama, the the regions are starting to kind of work themselves out. Still got about half the season left, but uh, with that being said, we're starting to get some spacing between teams, and the the cream is floating to the top, is making its way to the top. So we're going to talk about the the top teams in each region, Class Seven A all the way down to uh, 1A. We'll also venture into some AISA schools too uh, as we move through. But uh, but first, we're going to talk about the schools right here in this general area where I'm talking to you from, Monroe County, Alabama. And uh, first, the J.F. Shields Panthers from over in Beatrice. Um, they've got a tough road to hoe this week. 0-5 J.F. Shields, the Panthers, are going to be taking on the Leroy Bears, who are 4-0. Leroy, a very highly ranked football team in the state of Alabama, and um, in, in Class 1A, Leroy's they got a good bunch. They always do. And uh, Leroy is going to be making the trip over to Monroe County to take on J.F. Shields in Beatrice. That game is probably going to get ugly early and Leroy will emerge victorious and come out as the 5 and 0 team after this ball game more than likely JF Shields is going to end up at 0 and 6 continuing to look in Monroe County as we go over to Monroe Academy Monroe Academy at 2 and 5 which is unusual for Monroe Academy because Monroe Academy usually uh, in years past have put a very good football team on the field they're 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 struggling a little bit they've they've got to get some kids to grow up uh, not not grow up mentally, but grow up physically because they're a young bunch. And so Monroe Academy at two and five, they're going to be taking on the number one class three A school in AISA. Basically, the number one overall school in AISA. They go to Glenwood. They will be at Glenwood in Phoenix City. Glenwood is six and zero, oh, so it's going to be a tough one there for Monroe. Academy as well as Coach Mitchell Tuberville and his bunch goes uh, the volunteers they head up to Phoenix City. Looking over at uh, Monroe County, Monroe County will play at Exhale. So you're talking a couple of schools that are they're less than five miles apart. And so this is going to be a big rivalry game between these two schools. Monroe County at 1-4. Coach Shannon Felder, uh, his team has played better than the record indicates. As, uh, as a matter of fact, I mean, they've, they've got a pretty good bunch. The little quarterback's good. They've got, they've got some, some good, skilled people around. Uh, they've just got to get a little better. Coach Felder is only in his second year at Monroe County, so he's doing good things over there. They, they look better than they have in the past, in the recent path, uh, past, so that it's going to be a big game over there. XL at 2-3 and three right now, um, but, but XL has played better of late. Uh, they took some early losses, and they've lost, uh, you know, some games, uh, but 
XL's a good ball team as well. They're coming off a big win over in-county rival J.U. Blackshire. They beat J.U. Blackshire last week, and so XL hoping to continue their winning ways and end up going 500 on the year at 3-3 three and three if they can pick up a win over Mo, uh, Monroe County, and more than likely they will be able to do that. Three and three, J.U. Blackshire, the J.U. Blackshire Bulldogs, they will be playing McKenzie, and they will take on McKenzie at home. McKenzie is at three and two. Uh, J.U. Blackshire at three and, t- uh, three and three. J.U. Blackshire coming off a, uh, a, a loss last week. They lost at Exhale uh, during that game, that big uh, county rivalry going on right there. That's a big game here in Monroe County and J.U. Blackshire coming up on the short end of that. They hope to uh, pick up another victory and be 4-3 and three after playing McKenzie but McKenzie obviously at 3-2 and two, they're a pretty good football team. This game is probably going to be really evenly matched. Escambia Academy at 2-4 uh, and four, they play Pickens Academy at home and that's a good thing because last year when I was doing Escambia Academy uh, football on the radio, I had to go to Pickens Academy, and I promise you this, there's no easy way to get there. North of Tuscaloosa, way up the state, and so Pickens is getting on the bus. They're going to come down here Friday night and take on Escambia Academy. Escambia Academy at 2-4, and four, uh, Pickens Academy at 1-5. and five. Hopefully, the uh, Escambia Academy Cougars will be able to, to work some of the bugs out and uh, play better. You know, Rick and I talked about Escambia uh, Scambia Academy in depth a little bit last week, and one of the things that Rick pointed out that is very true, something is happening with the Cougars after halftime. They, they seem to be a first-half playing team, and after and there have been several games this year that they've actually led at the half that they end up losing in the second half. So hopefully the, the Cougars will be able to straighten those kind of things out play better, get get a win against Pickens Academy, and that will run them to 3-4 and four on the year. Probably the biggest game in this area is not actually going to be, uh, as we move into Escambia County, Alabama, Escambia County High School, the Blue Devils, ECHS, uh, my old school, I graduated from back in 1981. The Blue Devils, for the first time in a long time, are 5-1. and one. They're going to go take on 4-0 Jackson. Now, let me tell you something. Jackson is a beast, but the Blue Devils are playing better than they have played in a bunch of years. The Blue Devils, as a matter of fact, I had their game uh, myself and Rick uh, Burkett. We had that game last week on the radio. Uh, it was homecoming in Escambia County uh, for the Blue Devils. The Blue Devils played Monroe County. They picked up a big win there on home- homecoming. Uh, but Jackson was off last week to kind of heal up and get ready for this end-of-the-year run. Jackson at 4-0 and is going to be a tough test for Escambia County, but if, if you're going to be the best, you got to beat the best. So hopefully uh, we'll, we'll look at this next week and see how this turns out. Jackson is a really good football team, but so is the Blue Devils. So we'll see how it turns out. So Escambia County at Jackson, probably the biggest game in this area of, of all the games that we've got. Another big game in Class 3A Region 1, and like I say, the – 
the region is starting to sort itself out now. You're looking at Flomaton at 4-1, and one, undefeated in the region, taking on Thomasville. The Thomasville Tigers at 4-0. and oh, And uh, this is going to be a big game. This is going to be a game that could actually settle on. Uh, now, let me, let me go on to say this. This is more than likely going to be for the well, I, I don't know whether I should say this because of Thomasville or not, because I, I may hurt feelings in Thomasville, but I've seen uh, Mobile Christian play. Mobile Christian is a beast. It's going to be hard for anybody uh, in the region to beat Mobile Christian. Mobile Christian is a really, really good football team, and they're huge up front. Uh, defensively up front, they're huge. Offensive line, they're huge. Uh, they're very well coached by Coach Ronnie Cottrell. But looking at this game between Flomaton and Thomasville, one of these two teams could end up winning the region, but in order to do it, you've got to beat Mobile Christian. This is going to be a good football game right here. Flomaton, Thomasville, uh, it's going to be a good one. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see how that thing plays out, but it's going to be a game that would that would be fun to watch because Flomaton, very run-oriented. And, uh, and and Thomasville doesn't re- hadn't really seen them yet. I am going to see them in a couple of weeks, but I hadn't seen them yet. But evidently, they're a little more balanced than Flomaton is. Flomaton relies heavily on the run. I've talked to some people at Flomaton, and they have said, admittedly, that they struggle throwing the football. Don't throw it that much at all. But they got the big men up front. They've got a good running back. Um, and... Um, Jacks Fillmore, they're going to run the football, so we'll just have to see how that thing plays out. Another big 4A Region 1 game coming up in Daphne this week as the T.R. Miller Tigers out of Escambia County, Alabama. Uh, they're part of the Bruton City School System. They will be traveling T.R. Miller at 3-2, and two, going to Bayside Academy at 4-1. and one. That game in Daphne, that's going to sort some things out uh, there in 4A Region 1 as well. So that's going to be uh, a good ball game. It'll be one to pay attention to because it's, like I say, that right now the way things are looking, uh, these regions, and we'll talk about it a little more in just a minute, but uh, these regions are starting to sort themselves out and the cream is percolating to the top. And these teams that are that are playing well they're hoping to continue to improve and play better as we approach the playoff football season and finally the game that I will have on the radio on Friday night be going to Mobile WS Neal the Blue Eagles at 4 and 1 they will be at Cottage Hill Christian Cottage Hill is 0 and 5 I believe Cottage Hill is a little better than what the record indicates but they've played kind of a beginning of the year really top-heavy, top-loaded uh, schedule. And, and and so Neil's going to have to go in there, keep their head on straight, because if Neil wants to make a run, you know, Neil's one loss has come to Mobile Christian that I talked about earlier, how good they are. They're really good. So basically, Neil knows that they're not going to get another shot at Mobile Christian unless it's in the playoffs. But what they've got to do is just continue to take care of their business in the uh, in the region, as all these region games come up, and they've got some toughies left. Neil still has Flomaton, uh, Thomasville, and uh, and and they've um, somebody else. 
XL. That's who they've got left. So they've got those three teams, which are really good football teams, left. So Neil's really got to play hard and 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 be have their heads on straight as we approach the playoffs at the end of the year. But that'll be our game. Uh, I'll be on WBZR 105.9 FM in Atmore uh, with the Neil Blue Eagles um, at Cottage Hill. That game will go on the air about 6.30. Kickoff will be at 7 o'clock, so that game will be on the radio on Friday night. So as we continue to talk about things, let's look at some of the region standings. In beginning, uh, we're going to start in Class 7A, Region 1. And surprisingly, and I say this because I've back when I was in school years ago, we played um, Mary Montgomery. Mary G. Montgomery out of uh, Sims, Alabama, over in the Mobile County area, they've always been known more, I've always known them as a baseball school, but they're playing a little football over there now. Mary Montgomery leads Region 1, Class 7A Region 1 at 6-0. They're 3-0 in the region. They defeated Baldwin County last week by a score of 45-14. They will be this week playing at Davidson. Baker well, the Baker Hornets, they're five and one in the region. They're undefeated, or they're five and one on the season. They're undefeated at three and zero in the region. So you've got two teams in seven A Region One that are undefeated. Uh, Baker lost. Their one loss came uh, last Friday night to Dothan High School, thirty-five to fourteen. They will be this week at Alma Bryant. If you look at Daphne, Daphne is three and three on the year so far. They are two and one in the region. They lost to Spanish Fort by a score of thirty-five to twenty-seven, and they're off this week. So Daphne will get an opportunity to kind of lick their wounds and recover. And Davidson, Davidson, who um, who will be taking on Mary Montgomery, who leads the region right now. Davidson at 2-3, and 1-2 in the region. They lost to a very good BC Rain team, 49-35 to 35 this last week. And like I say, they will be taking on Mary Montgomery. So there's the top four teams. Those are right now, if the season was to end today, Mary Montgomery, Baker, Daphne, and Davidson, those four teams would be in the playoffs for 7A Region 1. As we continue and look at 6A, 6A, Sarah Land. I've heard them referred to one time earlier uh, this year as the University of Sarah Land. They're a very good football team. They're undefeated on the year, 6-0. They're in 6A Region 1, undefeated at 6-0. They're 4-0 in the region. They defeated Foley this past week, 70-20. to they beat them by 50. They will be at the Blunt Leopards this week. Spanish Ford at 4-2, and 3-1 and one on the uh, year in the region. They defeated Daphne 35-27. to 27. They will be at St. Paul's in Mobile. So, or, or actually, they will play at home. I'm sorry. They will play at home. Spanish Ford and St. Paul's will play on the hill in Spanish Fort. Of course, uh, these teams are, are just looking to, to continue winning as as they work their way toward the playoffs. Uh, the Theodore Bobcats, 4-2 so far on the season. They're 3-1 and one in uh, Class 6A Region 1. They defeated Opelika by a score of 16-10. They're off this week. And, of course, we've already talked about St. Paul's at 4-1. and one. They defeated Faith Academy last week, which is unusual. Faith Academy 
typically has a very good football team, but they're having their struggles somewhat this year. Uh, Faith Academy, uh, or actually St. Paul's, after defeating uh, Faith Academy 40-7, to they will be, of course, we mentioned at Spanish Fort this week. So that's your 6A Region 1. Moving down to 5A Region 1, Gulf Shores. Gulf Shores has got a good squad. Gulf Shores at 6-0, 4-0 in 5A Region 1. They defeated Murphy by a score of 37-14. They will play Williamson uh, this week down in Gulf Shores, so that will be a big game there. Viger did not play this past week. They're 5-0, 4-0 in the region, so you've got two teams atop Class 5A Region 1 that are both 5-0. They will be at Faith Academy coming up this Friday night. Faith Academy, the third place team in that region, as standing sit right now, they're 3-3 on the year, 2-2 in the region. They defeated Blunt. A close game, 14-12. to 12. They will be at, of course, Gulf Shores. We've already mentioned that coming up. Um, did I get that right? I think I did because I was – actually, no, I'm sorry. I think Faith Academy is who I was talking about. Faith Academy will play Viger this week. I skipped down a line. Williamson at 3-3, three 2-2. Three, two two. Uh, them and Faith Academy both have the same record, and uh, so they will be at Gulf Shores. Williamson will be at Gulf Shores, and I just think I made a mockery of that. But anyway, you, you understand what I'm talking about. I think I finally got it kind of straightened out. As we look at uh, Class 4A Region 1, Jackson, the Jackson Aggies, they're at 4-0, 3-0 in the region. They did not play. They will be uh, playing Escambia County this week. Uh, the Blue Devils, Escambia County, will be at Jackson. Of course, Jackson, 4-0, 3-0 in, in Class 4A Region 1. Uh, Escambia, uh, Escambia County, 5-1, 2-1 in the region. Their only loss came to St. Michael's. Uh, St. Michael's Catholic out of Baldwin County. So Escambia County will be, uh, they defeated Monroe County this past week by a score of 41-6. to They will be at Jackson. Bayside Academy at 4-1, 2-1 in the region. Did not play T.R. Miller this past week at 3-2, 2-1, did not play. T.R. Miller and Bayside play each other this week. T.R. Miller will be at Bayside over in Daphne, so that's going to be a big game over there for them. If you look at uh, 4A Region 1, you've got four teams in that region, Escambia County, Bayside Academy, T.R. Miller, and St. Michael's, all at 2-1 and one in the region. Looking at Jackson, who is the number one team in the region, the Jackson offense, they're averaging 39.5 points a game, and on defense, they give up four. So Jackson's a good football team. Continuing down as we look at 3A Region 1. 3A Region 1, Mobile Christian is on top there. They are 6-0. They are 6-0 on the year, 3-0 in Region 1 play. They defeated Orange Beach by a score of 39-7. They will be playing Hillcrest Evergreen this coming week, so that's going to be another big 3A Region 1 matchup there. Thomasville, who is also undefeated, undefeated in the region, did not play. Thomasville travels to Flomaton to take on the Hurricanes this week. That will be a game that will be on the radio on W. 
PFL 105.1 FM in Flomerton. You can catch uh, Attorney Ernie and White Shoes on the game from there. Flomerton, there again, talking about them. They will be hosting uh, Thomasville this week. Uh, W.S. Neal also did not play last week. W.S. Neal at 4-1, and 2-1 and one in the region. They will be at Cottage Hill Christian. That game is the game that we will have on the radio for you on WBZR 105.1 FM in Atmore. As we continue to look uh, down at the region standings now, Region 1 uh, in Class 2A, St. Luke's is at 5-1. and one. They lost to Leroy last week. They lost to 1A Leroy by a score of 42-10. to 10. But St. Luke's at 5-1. and one. They're 3-0 and oh in the region. They will be at Francis Marion. Chickasaw... The Chieftains, they are the second-place team as standing stand right now in Class 2A Region 1. They have a record of 3-3. Three and three. They're 2-1 and one in the region. They defeated McIntosh by a score of 32-22. They will play Clark County at or, or at home, actually, this week. So it'll be Chickasaw and Clark County, a big region game in Class 2A Region 1. Clark County, we just mentioned, they will be at Chickasaw. Clark County right now is 1-4 on the year as far as their overall record. They're 1-0 in the region, and uh, they lost to, to Mil- uh, Milry by a score of 28-14. They will be at Chickasaw. Now, the fourth-place team right now, as standings stand, the JU Blackshire Bulldogs at 3-3. Three three. They're 1-2 in the region. They lost the cross-county rival um, XL 35-12. They will be playing McKenzie this week in a non-region matchup. And now let's look at Class 1A Region 1. You've got Milry at 5-1. and one. They're 3-0 and oh in the region. They defeated Clark County by a score of 28-14. They will be at Washington County this week. Leroy, the Bears... Very good football team. They are 4-0 in the region. They're actually listed as the number two team in the region. And the reason they are right now is because Milry is 3-0 in the region. Leroy's only played two games. They've won both of those. They defeated St. Luke's 42-10. Leroy will pick up another win this week as they travel to J.F. Shields. Southern Choctaw, the number three uh, as the standings are right now in 1A Region 1. Uh, Southern Choctaw, 2-3, and 1-1. One one. They defeated Marengo by a score of 36-28. to 28. They will be at Choctaw County this week. In Choctaw County, of course, they did not play last week, but they will take on Southern Choctaw this week. Choctaw County is 1-3, and three, and uh, they are 1-3 on the year, and they are 1-2 in Class 1A Region 1. So that's a kind of a runover of all the things that are happening in the Alabama High School uh, Athletic Association Class 7A through 1A Region 1. Those are your Region 1 games that are coming up this week, and your Region 1 standings, the top of those, 1 through 4, all of those teams that I mentioned would be playoff teams uh, if they got mentioned as being 1, 2, 3, or 4. If the season ended today, those would be your playoff teams for 
the Alabama High School Athletic Association teams in in their respective class in Region 1. Let's look at the AISA. The number one overall team in AISA right now is Glenwood School. They defeated Valiant Cross this last week by a score of 48-18. to 18. Uh, Glenwood School, they are... Uh, 6-0, and they are 4-0 and in their region, which they are a Class 3A uh, team in the state of uh, Alabama as far as AISA. They are followed by Lee Scott Academy. Lee Scott Academy, 5-1 and on the year, 3-1. and They defeated Otauga Academy by a score of 38-12. to The number four ranked Class 3A team uh, is Fort Dale Academy, 5-1. and they are three and one in the region. They defeated Monroe Academy last week by a score of 35 to nothing. And in the fourth place spot in uh, Class 3A for AISA, Atauga Academy, four and two on the year. They are two and two uh, on in the region play. They lost to Lee Scott Academy by a score of 38 to 12. So as we move from Class 3A AISA, let's look now at. Uh, at Class 2A. Class 2A is being led right now by Hooper Academy. Now, Hooper Academy is 3-3 three and three on the year. They're 2-0 and oh in the region uh, in, in Class 2A in their region of course there's two there's two regions in class in the the class 2a division in AISA you've got region 1 and region 2 so they have not lost a region 2 game yet even though they, they did lose to uh, a region 1 opponent last week they lost to a Scambia Academy by a score of 32 to 12 Chambers Academy they they're 5 and 1 they're the second place team in class 2a region 1 they they did not play last week. Edgewood Academy at 1-5. They are 1-1 one one in Class 2A Region 1. Edgewood Academy lost to Banks Academy last week by a score of 28-6. And uh, I don't have their, their games this week. I'm not sure who these teams are playing. I'm just telling you where they're falling uh, within their respective classifications. And uh, the number four place team in class 2a region one they would be a playoff team right now Macon east academy 0-6-0-1 of course you've got two teams abbeville christian uh kind of is trailing the pack they defeated sparta academy last week but but they're 0-2 in the region and they are occupying that fifth place spot Looking at Region 2, now some of our teams here in our area are in Region 2 in Class 2A of the AISA. Now Banks Academy, uh, they're, they're way up north of here, but they're leading the way in the region with a 2-0 region record. They're 5-1 on the year, 2-0 in Class 2A Region uh, Two, they defeated Edgewood Academy 28 to six. Clark Prep is five and two, one and zero in the region. They lost to Lowndes Academy. Lowndes Academy, of course, is the uh, number one ranked class A team, uh, or actually the the class A uh, region one team. Lowndes Academy is six and zero, two and zero on the year. So Clark. Clark Prep lost to Lowndes by a score of 45 to 7. 
Patrician Academy at 4-2. They're 1-1 one one in the region. They defeated South Choctaw Academy 34-8. And Pickens Academy at 1-5. They are 0-1. Oh they lost to Jackson Academy 44 44- to 20. Now those teams, Banks Academy, Clark Prep, Patrician Academy, and Pickens Academy would all be playoff teams in Class 2A Region 2. Jumping down to Class uh, to the A class, the AISA Class 1A, Lowndes Academy, as we mentioned, 6-0 on the year, 2-0 in the region. They defeated Clark Prep, so they're the number one team in Class A Region 1. Crenshaw Christian at 5-2, they're 1-0 in the region. They defeated Macon East Academy last week, 29-0. They're the number two team. Lakeside is 4-2 on the year. They're 1-1 in Class um, AISA Class A Region 1, so Lakeside would be the number three team, and Southern Academy at 4-2, and two, they're 0-1. They defeated Wilcox Academy, so those would be your potential playoff teams right there in uh, AISA uh, Class A uh, Region 1 would be Lowndes, Crenshaw, Christian, Lakeside, and Southern Academy. So now as we move to Region 2 of Class 1A, Jackson Academy, they're a very good football team, the defending state champions in the uh, Class 1A division of the AISA. Jackson Academy 7-0, 2-0. They defeated Pickens Academy by a score of 44-20. Wilcox Academy at 5-2. Uh, they're from up there at Camden. They're 1-0 in the region. They lost to Southern Academy last week by a score of 30-29, to a very close ball game. South Choctaw Academy at 2-4. They are 1-1 in the region. They lost to Patrician Academy 34-8. And Snook Christian out of Baldwin County, Alabama, they're 0-5 on the year and did not play last week. Sparta Academy kind of brings the, the tail end up. They're 0-6 on the year. They lost to Abbeville Christian uh, 24-22. So that's going to basically your potential playoff teams out of Region 2 of Class A are going to be Jackson Academy, Wilcox Academy, South Choctaw Academy, and Snook Christian if the season ended today. Well, we're about 30 minutes in. That's going to do things. I, You know, I struggled a little bit tonight, and I'm sorry for it. I just tried to get a lot of information out to you, and I hope uh, you were able to follow me. I'm, I'm not even sure a little bit whether I was able to follow myself. But anyway, uh, we'll try to get this thing back to normal next week. Of course, uh, we appreciate you for listening. We appreciate you if you would just uh, like the podcast and share it. Tell your friends about it. Uh, it's available anywhere that you can find a podcast. So look for us. It's called Sports Moose Media. We've got the coolest little logo. It's got a moose on it. It's got a bunch of balls and stuff, baseball, football, basketball, all kind of stuff around his feet because we are a a sports uh, um, media. uh, We just love sports. We're trying to get it out there. Anyway, that's going to do it for me. I'm going to try to get out of here before I – before I hamper anybody else from from not wanting to tune in again. Thank you so much again. Rick will be back with me next week, and I'm looking forward to that. So thank you so much again for listening to the Sports Moose Media Podcast, and and I hope you will certainly listen in each and every week that we're on the air.
Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Moose Media Podcast for the week. Ricky Dean here with you on Sports Moose Media as we talk about high school football in southwest Alabama. Primarily Monroe and Escambia County, Alabama, with all the schools there. And not only that, this week we're going to venture out some. We're going to do what we always do here on the program, and and we're going to talk about schools from Monroe and Escambia County. But what we're going to do is we're going to venture out a little bit this week because now that we've reached the halfway point of of the year for high school football in the state of Alabama, the the regions are starting to kind of work themselves out. Still got about half the season left, but uh, with that being said, we're starting to get some spacing between teams, and the the cream is floating to the top, is making its way to the top. So we're going to talk about the the top teams in each region, Class Seven A all the way down to uh, 1A. We'll also venture into some AISA schools too uh, as we move through. But uh, but first, we're going to talk about the schools right here in this general area where I'm talking to you from, Monroe County, Alabama. And uh, first, the J.F. Shields Panthers from over in Beatrice. Um, they've got a tough road to hoe this week. 0-5 J.F. Shields, the Panthers, are going to be taking on the Leroy Bears, who are 4-0. Leroy, a very highly ranked football team in the state of Alabama. And um, in, in Class 1A, Leroy's they got a good bunch. They always do. And uh, Leroy is going to be making the trip over to Monroe County to take on J.F. Shields in Beatrice. That game is probably going to get ugly early and Leroy will emerge victorious and come out as the 5 and 0 team after this ball game more than likely JF Shields is going to end up at 0 and 6 continuing to look in Monroe County as we go over to Monroe Academy Monroe Academy at 2 and 5 which is unusual for Monroe Academy because Monroe Academy usually uh, in years past have put a very good football team on the field they're 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 struggling a little bit they've they've got to get some kids to grow up uh, not not grow up mentally but grow up physically because they're a young bunch and so Monroe Academy at 2 and 5 they're going to be taking on the number one class 3A school in AISA. Basically, the number one overall school in AISA. They go to Glenwood. They will be at Glenwood in Phoenix City. Glenwood is 6-0, so it's going to be a tough one there for Monroe Academy as well. As Coach Mitchell Tuberville and his bunch goes uh, the volunteers, they head up to Phoenix City. Looking over at uh, Monroe County, Monroe County will play at Exhale. So you're talking a couple of schools that are they're less than five miles apart. And so this is going to be a big rivalry game between these two schools. Monroe County at 1-4, Coach Shannon Felder, uh, his team has played better than the record indicates. As, uh, as a matter of fact, I mean, they've – They've got a pretty good bunch. The little quarterback's good. They've got they've got some some good skilled people around. Uh, they've just got to get a little better. Coach Felder is only in his second year at Monroe County, so he's doing good things over there. They they look better than they have in the past in the recent path uh, past. So that it's going to be a big game over there. XL at two and three right now, um, but but XL has played better of late. Uh, they took some early losses and they've lost uh, you know some games uh, but 
XL's a good ball team as well. They're coming off a big win over in-county rival J.U. Blackshire. They beat J.U. Blackshire last week, and so XL hoping to continue their winning ways and end up going 500 on the year at 3-3 three and three if they can pick up a win over Monroe County, and more than likely they will be able to do that. 3-3 three and three, J.U. Blackshire, the J.U. Blackshire Bulldogs, they will be playing McKenzie, and they will take on McKenzie at home. McKenzie is at 3-2, and two, uh, J.U. Blackshire at 3-3, three and, t- uh, three and three. J.U. Blackshire coming off a, uh, a, a loss last week. They lost at Exhale uh, during that game, that big uh county rivalry going on right there. That's a big game here in Monroe County and J.U. Blackshire coming up on the short end of that. They hope to uh, pick up another victory and be 4-3 and three after playing McKenzie but McKenzie obviously at 3-2 and two, they're a pretty good football team. This game is probably going to be really evenly matched. Escambia Academy at 2-4 uh, and four, they play Pickens Academy at home and that's a good thing because last year when I was doing Escambia Academy uh, football on the radio I had to go to Pickens Academy and I promise you this there's no easy way to get there north of Tuscaloosa way up the state and so Pickens is getting on the bus they're going to come down here Friday night and take on Escambia Academy Escambia Academy at 2-4 and four, uh, Pickens Academy at 1-5 and five. hopefully the uh, Escambia Academy Cougars will be able to, to work some of the bugs out and uh, play better. You know, Rick and I talked about Escambia uh, Escambia Academy in depth a little bit last week, and one of the things that Rick pointed out that is very true, something is happening with the Cougars after halftime. They they seem to be a first-half playing team, and after there have been several games this year that they've actually led at the half that they end up losing in the second half. So hopefully the, the Cougars will be able to straighten those kind of things out Play better, get get a win against Pickens Academy, and that will run them to three and four on the year. Probably the biggest game in this area is not actually going to be uh, as we move into Escambia County, Alabama. Escambia County High School, the Blue Devils, ECHS, uh, my old school I graduated from back in 1981. The Blue Devils, for the first time in a long time, are five and one. They're going to go take on 4-0 Jackson. Now, let me tell you something. Jackson is a beast. But the Blue Devils are playing better than they have played in a bunch of years. The Blue Devils, as a matter of fact, I had their game uh, myself and Rick uh, Burkett. We had that game last week on the radio. Uh, it was homecoming in Escambia County uh, for the Blue Devils. The Blue Devils played Monroe County. They picked up a big win there on home- homecoming. Uh, but Jackson was off last week to kind of heal up and get ready for this end-of-the-year run. Jackson at 4-0 is going to be a tough test for Escambia County. But... If, if you're going to be the best, you got to beat the best. So hopefully uh, we'll, we'll look at this next week and see how this turns out. Jackson is a really good football team, but so is the Blue Devils. So we'll see how it turns out. So Escambia County at Jackson, probably the biggest game in this area of, of all the games that we've got. Another big game in Class 3A Region 1, and like I say, the – 
the region is starting to sort itself out now. You're looking at Flomaton at 4-1, and one, undefeated in the region, taking on Thomasville. The Thomasville Tigers at 4-0, and oh, and uh, this is going to be a big game. This is going to be a game that could actually settle on. Uh, now, let me, let me go on to say this. This is more than likely going to be for the – well, I, I don't know whether I should say this because of Thomasville or not because I, I may hurt feelings in Thomasville, but I've seen uh, Mobile Christian play. Mobile Christian is a beast. It's going to be hard for anybody uh, in the region to beat Mobile Christian. Mobile Christian is a really, really good football team, and they're huge up front. Uh, defensively up front, they're huge. Offensive line, they're huge. Uh, they're very well coached by Coach Ronnie Cottrell. But looking at this game between Flomaton and Thomasville, one of these two teams – could end up winning the region, but in order to do it, you've got to beat Mobile Christian. This is going to be a good football game right here. Flomaton, Thomasville, uh, it's going to be a good one. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see how that thing plays out, but it's going to be a game that would that would be fun to watch because Flomaton, very run-oriented. And, uh, and and Thomasville doesn't re- hadn't really seen them yet. I am going to see them in a couple of weeks, but I hadn't seen them yet. But evidently, they're a little more balanced than Flomaton is. Flomaton relies heavily on the run. I've talked to some people at Flomaton, and they have said, admittedly, that they struggle throwing the football. Don't throw it that much at all. But they got the big men up front. They've got a good running back. Um, and... Uh, Jacks Fillmore, they're going to run the football, so we'll just have to see how that thing plays out. Another big 4A Region 1 game coming up in Daphne this week as the T.R. Miller Tigers out of Escambia County, Alabama. Uh, they're part of the Bruton City School System. They will be traveling T.R. Miller at 3-2, and two, going to Bayside Academy at 4-1. and one. That game in Daphne, that's going to sort some things out uh, there in 4A Region 1 as well. So that's going to be uh, a good ball game. It'll be one to pay attention to because it's, like I say, that right now the way things are looking, uh, these regions, and we'll talk about it a little more in just a minute, but uh, these regions are starting to sort themselves out and the cream is percolating to the top. And these teams that are that are playing well they're hoping to continue to improve and play better as we approach the playoff football season and finally the game that i will have on the radio on friday night be going to mobile ws neal the blue eagles at four and one they will be at cottage hill christian cottage hill is zero and five i believe cottage hill is a little better than what the record indicates but they've played kind of a beginning of the year really top-heavy, top-loaded uh, schedule. And, and and so Neil's going to have to go in there, keep their head on straight, because if Neil wants to make a run, you know, Neil's one loss has come to Mobile Christian that I talked about earlier, how good they are. They're really good. So basically, Neil knows that they're not going to get another shot at Mobile Christian unless it's in the playoffs. But what they've got to do is just continue to take care of their business in the uh, in the region, as all these region games come up, and they've got some toughies left. Neil still has Flomaton, uh, Thomasville, and uh, and and they've um, somebody else. 
XL. That's who they've got left. So they've got those three teams, which are really good football teams, left. So Neal's really got to play hard and, and, and be have their heads on straight as we approach the playoffs at the end of the year. But that'll be our game. Uh, I'll be on WBZR 105.9 FM in Atmore uh, with the Neal Blue Eagles um, at Cottage Hill. That game will go on the air about 6.30. Kickoff will be at 7 o'clock, so that game will be on the radio on Friday night. So as we continue to talk about things, let's look at some of the region standings. In beginning, uh, we're going to start in Class 7A Region 1. And surprisingly, and I say this because I've back when I was in school years ago, we played um, Mary Montgomery. Mary G. Montgomery out of uh, Sims, Alabama, over in the Mobile County area, they've always been known more, I've always known them as a baseball school, but they're playing a little football over there now. Mary Montgomery leads Region 1, Class 7A Region 1 at 6-0. They're 3-0 in the region. They defeated Baldwin County last week by a score of 45-14. They will be this week playing at Davidson. Baker well, the Baker Hornets, they're five and one in the region. They're undefeated, or they're five and one on the season. They're undefeated at three and zero in the region. So you've got two teams in seven A Region One that are undefeated. Uh, Baker lost their one loss came uh, last Friday night to Dothan High School, thirty five to fourteen. They will be this week at Alma Bryant. If you look at Daphne, Daphne is three and three on the year so far. They are two and one in the region. They lost to Spanish Fort by a score of thirty-five to twenty-seven, and they're off this week. So Daphne will get an opportunity to kind of lick their wounds and recover. And Davidson, Davidson, who um, who will be taking on Mary Montgomery, who leads the region right now. Davidson at 2-3, and 1-2 and two in the region. They lost to a very good BC Rain team, 49-35 to 35 this last week. And like I say, they will be taking on Mary Montgomery. So there's the top four teams. Those are right now, if the season was to end today, Mary Montgomery, Baker, Daphne, and Davidson, those four teams would be in the playoffs for 7A Region 1. As we continue and look at 6A, 6A, Sarah Land. I've heard them referred to one time earlier uh, this year as the University of Sarah Land. They're a very good football team. They're undefeated on the year, 6-0. They're in 6A Region 1, undefeated at 6-0. They're 4-0 in the region. They defeated Foley this past week, 70-20. to they beat them by 50. They will be at the Blunt Leopards this week. Spanish Ford at 4-2, and 3-1 and one on the uh, year in the region. They defeated Daphne 35-27. to 27. They will be at St. Paul's in Mobile. So, or, or actually, they will play at home. I'm sorry. They will play at home. Spanish Ford and St. Paul's will play on the hill in Spanish Fort. Of course, uh, these teams are, are just looking to, to continue winning as as they work their way toward the playoffs. Uh, the Theodore Bobcats, 4-2 so far on the season. They're 3-1 and one in uh, Class 6A Region 1. They defeated Opelika by a score of 16-10. to 10. They're off this week. And, of course, we've already talked about St. Paul's at 4-1. and one. They defeated Faith Academy last week, which is unusual. Faith Academy 
typically has a very good football team, but they're having their struggles somewhat this year. Uh, Faith Academy, uh, or actually St. Paul's, after defeating uh, Faith Academy 40-7, to they will be, of course, we mentioned, at Spanish Fort this week. So that's your 6A Region 1. Moving down to 5A Region 1, Gulf Shores. Gulf Shores has got a good squad. Gulf Shores at 6-0, 4-0 in 5A Region 1. They defeated Murphy by a score of 37-14. They will play Williamson uh, this week down in Gulf Shores, so that will be a big game there. Viger did not play this past week. They're 5-0, 4-0 in the region, so you've got two teams atop Class 5A Region 1 that are both 5-0. They will be at Faith Academy coming up this Friday night. Faith Academy, the third place team in that region as standing sit right now they're three and three on the year two and two in the region they defeated blunt a close game 14 to 12 they will be at of course gulf shores we've already mentioned that coming up um did i get that right i think i did because i was i actually no i'm sorry I think Faith Academy is who I was talking about. Faith Academy will play Viger this week. I'd skip down a line. Williamson at 3-3, three and 2-2. Three, two and two. Uh, Them and Faith Academy both have the same record. And uh, so they will be at Gulf Shores. Williamson will be at Gulf Shores. And I just think I made a mockery of that. But anyway, you, you understand what I'm talking about. I think I finally got it kind of straightened out. As we look at uh, Class 4A Region 1, Jackson, the Jackson Aggies, they're at 4-0, 3-0 in the region. They did not play. They will be uh, playing Escambia County this week. Uh, the Blue Devils, Escambia County, will be at Jackson. Of course, Jackson, 4-0, 3-0 in, in Class 4A Region 1. Uh, Escambia, uh, Escambia County, 5-1, 2-1 in the region. Their only loss came to St. Michael's. Uh, St. Michael's Catholic out of Baldwin County. So Escambia County will be, uh, they defeated Monroe County this past week by a score of 41-6. to They will be at Jackson. Bayside Academy at 4-1, and 2-1 in the region. Did not play T.R. Miller this past week at 3-2, and 2-1 did not play. T.R. Miller and Bayside play each other this week. T.R. Miller will be at Bayside over in Daphne, so that's going to be a big game over there for them. If you look at uh, 4A Region 1, you've got four teams in that region, Escambia County, Bayside Academy, T.R. Miller, and St. Michael's, all at 2-1 and one in the region. Looking at Jackson, who is the number one team in the region, the Jackson offense, they're averaging 39.5 points a game, and on defense, they give up four. So Jackson's a good football team. Continuing down as we look at 3A Region 1. 3A Region 1, Mobile Christian is on top there. They are 6-0. They are 6-0 on the year, 3-0 in Region 1 play. They defeated Orange Beach by a score of 39-7. They will be playing Hillcrest Evergreen this coming week, so that's going to be another big 3A Region 1 matchup there. Thomasville, who is also undefeated, undefeated in the region, did not play. Thomasville travels to Flomaton to take on the Hurricanes this week. That will be a game that will be on the radio on WPFL 105.1 FM in Flomaton. You can catch uh, Attorney Ernie and White Shoes on the game from there. 
Flomerton, there again, talking about them. They will be hosting uh, Thomasville this week. Uh, W.S. Neal also did not play last week. W.S. Neal at 4-1, and 2-1 and one in the region. They will be at Cottage Hill Christian. That game is the game that we will have on the radio for you on WBZR 105.1 FM in Atmore. As we continue to look uh, down at the region standings now, Region 1 uh, in Class 2A, St. Luke's is at 5-1. and one. They lost to Leroy last week. They lost to 1A Leroy by a score of 42-10. to 10. But St. Luke's at 5-1. and one. They're 3-0 and oh in the region. They will be at Francis Marion. Chickasaw. The Chieftains, they are the second-place team as standings stand right now in Class 2A Region 1. They have a record of 3-3. Three and three. They're 2-1 and one in the region. They defeated McIntosh by a score of 32-22. They will play Clark County at or, or at home, actually, this week. So it'll be Chickasaw and Clark County, a big region game in Class 2A Region 1. Clark County, we just mentioned, they will be at Chickasaw. Clark County right now is 1-4 on the year as far as their overall record. They're 1-0 in the region, and uh, they lost to, to Mil- uh, Milry by a score of 28-14. They will be at Chickasaw. Now, the fourth-place team right now, as standings stand, the JU Blackshire Bulldogs at 3-3. Three three. They're 1-2 in the region. They lost the cross-county rival um, XL 35-12. They will be playing McKenzie this week in a non-region matchup. And now let's look at Class 1A Region 1. You've got Milry at 5-1. and one. They're 3-0 and oh in the region. They defeated Clark County by a score of 28-14. to 14. They will be at Washington County this week. Leroy, the Bears... Very good football team. They are 4-0 and in the region. They're actually listed as the number two team in the region. And the reason they are right now is because Milry is 3-0 and in the region. Leroy's only played two games. They've won both of those. They defeated St. Luke's 42-10. to uh, Leroy will pick up another win this week as they travel to J.F. Shields. Southern Choctaw, the number three uh, as the standings are right now in 1A Region 1. Uh, Southern Choctaw, 2-3, and 1-1. One and one. They defeated Marengo by a score of 36-28. to 28. They will be at Choctaw County this week. In Choctaw County, of course, they did not play last week, but they will take on Southern Choctaw this week. Choctaw County is 1-3, and, three, and uh, they are 1-3 on the year, and they are 1-2 in Class 1A Region 1. So that's a kind of a runover of all the things that are happening in the Alabama High School uh, Athletic Association, Class 7A through 1A Region 1. Those are your Region 1 games that are coming up this week, and your Region 1 standings, the top of those, 1 through 4. All of those teams that I mentioned would be playoff teams uh, if they got mentioned as being 1, 2, 3, or 4. If the season ended today, those would be your playoff teams for the Alabama High School Athletic Association teams in in their respective class in Region 1. Let's look at the AISA. The number one overall team in AISA right now is Glenwood School. They defeated Valiant Cross this last week by a score of 48-18. to 18. Uh, Glenwood School, they are 
uh, 6-0. and They are 4-0 and in their region, which they are a Class 3A uh, team in the state of uh, Alabama as far as AISA. They are followed by Lee Scott Academy. Lee Scott Academy, 5-1 and one on the year, 3-1. and one. They defeated Atauga Academy by a score of 38-12. to 12. The number four ranked Class 3A team uh, is Fort Dale Academy, 5-1. and one. They are 3-1 and one in the region. They defeated Monroe Academy last week by a score of 35 to nothing. And in the fourth place spot in uh, Class 3A for AISA, Atauga Academy, 4-2 on the year. They are 2-2 two two, uh, in the region play. They lost to Lee Scott Academy by a score of 38-12. to 12. So as we move from Class 3A, AISA, let's look now at... Uh, at Class 2A. Class 2A is being led right now by Hooper Academy. Now, Hooper Academy is 3-3 three and three on the year. They're 2-0 and oh in the region uh, in, in Class 2A in their region. Of course, there's two, there's two regions in, class, in the, the Class 2A division in AISA. You've got Region 1 and Region 2. So they have not lost a Region 2 game yet, even though they, they did lose to uh, a Region 1 opponent last week. They lost to Escambia Academy by a score of 32-12. to 12. Chambers Academy, they're 5-1. They're, they're the second-place team in Class 2A Region 1. They did not play last week. Edgewood Academy at 1-5. They are 1-1 one one in Class 2A Region 1. Edgewood Academy lost to Banks Academy last week by a score of 28-6. And uh, I don't have their, their games this week. I'm not sure who these teams are playing. I'm just telling you where they're falling uh, within their respective classifications. And uh, the number four place team in Class 2A Region 1. They would be a playoff team right now, Macon East Academy 0-6, 0-1. Of course, you've got two teams, Abbeville Christian uh, kind of is trailing the pack. They defeated Sparta Academy last week, but, but they're 0-2 in the region, and they are occupying that fifth place spot. Looking at Region 2, now some of our teams here in our area are in Region 2 in Class 2A of the AISA. Now Banks Academy, uh, they're, they're way up north of here, but they're leading the way in the region with a 2-0 region record. They're 5-1 and one on the year, 2-0 in Class 2A Region uh, Two, they defeated Edgewood Academy 28-6. Clark Prep is 5-2, 1-0 in the region. They lost to Lowndes Academy. Lowndes Academy, of course, is the uh, number one ranked Class A team, uh, or actually the, the Class A uh, Region 1 team. Lowndes Academy is 6-0, 2-0 on the year, so Clark Clark Prep lost to Lowndes by a score of 45 to 7. Patrician Academy at 4 and 2, they're 1 and 1 in the region. They defeated South Choctaw Academy 34 to 8. And Pickens Academy at 1 and 5, they're 0 and 1. They lost to Jackson Academy 44 to 20. Now those teams, Banks Academy, Clark Prep, Patrician Academy and Pickens Academy would all be playoff teams in Class 2A Region 2. Jumping down to Class uh, 
to the A class, the AISA Class 1A, Lowndes Academy, as we mentioned, 6-0, uh, 6-0 on the year, 2-0 in the region. They defeated Clark Prep, so they're the number one team in Class A Region 1. Crensall Christian at 5-2, they're 1-0 in the region. They defeated Macon East Academy last week, 29-0. They're the number two team. Lakeside is 4-2 on the year. They're 1-1 in Class um, AISA Class A Region 1, so Lakeside would be the number three team, and Southern Academy at 4-2, they're 0-1. They defeated Wilcox Academy, so those would be your potential playoff teams right there in uh, AISA uh, Class A. Uh, region 1 would be Lowndes, Crenshaw, Christian, Lakeside, and Southern Academy. So now as we move to Region 2 of Class 1A, Jackson Academy, they're a very good football team, the defending state champions in the uh, Class 1A division of the AISA. Jackson Academy 7-0, 2-0. They defeated Pickens Academy by a score of 44-20. Wilcox Academy at 5-2. They're from up there at Camden. They're 1-0 in the region. They lost to Southern Academy last week by a score of 30-29, a very close ball game. South Choctaw Academy at 2-4. They are 1-1 in the region. They lost to Patrician Academy 34-8. And Snook Christian out of Baldwin County, Alabama, they're 0-5 on the year and did not play last week. Sparta Academy kind of brings the the tail end up. They're 0-6 on the year. They lost to Abbeville Christian uh, 24-22. So that's going to basically your potential playoff teams out of Region 2 of Class A are going to be Jackson Academy, Wilcox Academy, South Choctaw Academy, and Snook Christian if the season ended today. Well, we're about 30 minutes in. That's going to do things. I, You know, I struggled a little bit tonight, and I'm sorry for it. I just tried to get a lot of information out to you, and I hope uh, you were able to follow me. I'm, I'm not even sure a little bit whether I was able to follow myself. But anyway, uh, we'll try to get this thing back to normal next week. Of course, uh, we appreciate you for listening. We appreciate you if you would just uh, like the podcast and share it. Tell your friends about it. Uh, it's available anywhere that you can find a podcast. So look for us. It's called Sports Moose Media. We've got the coolest little logo. It's got a moose on it. It's got a bunch of balls and stuff, baseball, football, basketball, all kind of stuff around his feet because we are a, a, a sports uh, um, media uh We just love sports. We're trying to get it out there. Anyway, that's going to do it for me. I'm going to try to get out of here before I... uh before I hamper anybody else from from not wanting to tune in again. Thank you so much again. Rick will be back with me next week, and I'm looking forward to that. So thank you so much again for listening to the Sports Moose Media Podcast, and and I hope you will certainly listen in each and every week that we're on the air. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Moose Media Podcast for the week. Ricky Dean here with you on Sports Moose Media. 
as we talk about high school football in southwest Alabama. Primarily Monroe and Escambia County, Alabama, with all the schools there. And not only that, this week we're going to venture out some. We're going to do what we always do here on the program, and and we're going to talk about schools from Monroe and Escambia County. But what we're going to do is we're going to venture out a little bit this week because now that we've reached the halfway point of the of the year for high school football in the state of Alabama, the the regions are starting to kind of work themselves out. Still got about half the season left, but. Uh, with that being said, we're starting to get some spacing between teams, and the the cream is floating to the top, is making its way to the top. So we're going to talk about the the top teams in each region, Class 7A all the way down to uh, 1A. We'll also venture into some AISA schools, too, uh, as we move through. But, uh, but first, we're going to talk about the schools right here in this general area where I'm talking to you from, Monroe County, Alabama. And uh, first, the J.F. Shields Panthers from over in Beatrice. Um, they've got a tough road to hoe this week. 0-5 J.F. Shields, the Panthers, are going to be taking on the Leroy Bears, who are 4-0. Leroy, a very highly ranked football team in the state of Alabama. And um, in, in Class 1A, Leroy's, they got a good bunch. They always do. And uh, Leroy is going to be making the trip over to Monroe County to take on J.F. Shields in Beatrice. That game is probably going to get ugly early and Leroy will emerge victorious and come out as the 5 and 0 team after this ball game more than likely JF Shields is going to end up at 0 and 6 continuing to look in Monroe County as we go over to Monroe Academy Monroe Academy at 2 and 5 which is unusual for Monroe Academy because Monroe Academy usually uh, in years past have put a very good football team on the field they're 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 struggling a little bit they've they've got to get some kids to grow up uh, not not grow up mentally but grow up physically because they're a young bunch and so Monroe Academy at 2 and 5 they're going to be taking on the number one class 3A school in AISA. Basically, the number one overall school in AISA. They go to Glenwood. They will be at Glenwood in Phoenix City. Glenwood is 6-0, so it's going to be a tough one there for Monroe Academy as well. As Coach Mitchell Tuberville and his bunch goes, uh, the volunteers, they head up to Phoenix City. Looking over at uh, Monroe County, Monroe County will play at Exhale. So you're talking a couple of schools that are they're less than five miles apart. And so this is going to be a big rivalry game between these two schools. Monroe County at one and four. Coach Shannon Felder, uh, his team has played better than the record indicates. As, uh, as a matter of fact, I mean they've they've got a pretty good bunch. Little quarterbacks, good. They've got they've got some some good skilled people around. Uh, They've just got to get a little better. Coach Felder is only in his second year at Monroe County, so he's doing good things over there. They they look better than they have in the past, in the recent past. Uh, past so that it's going to be a big game over there. XL at two and three right now, um, but but XL has played better of late. Uh, they took some early losses and they've lost uh, you know some games, uh, but. 
XL's a good ball team as well. They're coming off a big win over in-county rival J.U. Blackshire. They beat J.U. Blackshire last week, and so XL hoping to continue their winning ways and end up going 500 on the year at 3-3 three and three if they can pick up a win over Monroe County, and more than likely they will be able to do that. Three and three, J.U. Blackshire, the J.U. Blackshire Bulldogs, they will be playing McKenzie, and they will take on McKenzie at home. McKenzie is at three and two. Uh, J.U. Blackshire at three and, t- uh, three and three. J.U. Blackshire coming off a, uh, a, a loss last week. They lost at Exhale uh, during that game, that big uh, county rivalry going on right there. That's a big game here in Monroe County and J.U. Blackshire coming up on the short end of that. They hope to uh, pick up another victory and be 4-3 and three after playing McKenzie but McKenzie obviously at 3-2 and two, they're a pretty good football team. This game is probably going to be really evenly matched. Escambia Academy at uh, two and four, they play Pickens Academy at home, and that's a good thing because last year when I was doing Escambia Academy uh, football on the radio, I had to go to Pickens Academy, and I promise you this, there's no easy way to get there. North of Tuscaloosa, way up the state, and so Pickens is getting on the bus. They're going to come down here Friday night and take on Escambia Academy. Escambia Academy at two and four. Uh, Pickens Academy at one and five. Hopefully, the uh, Escambia Academy Cougars will be able to to work some of the bugs out and uh, play better. You know, Rick and I talked about Escambia uh, Escambia Academy in depth a little bit last week, and one of the things that Rick pointed out that is very true. Something is happening with the Cougars after halftime. They, they seem to be a first-half playing team, and after there have been several games this year that they've actually led at the half that they end up losing in the second half. So hopefully the, the Cougars will be able to straighten those kind of things out, play better, get, get a win against Pickens Academy, and that will run them to 3-4 and four on the year. Probably the biggest game in this area – is not actually going to be, uh, as we move into Escambia County, Alabama, Escambia County High School, the Blue Devils, ECHS, uh, my old school, I graduated from back in 1981. The Blue Devils, for the first time in a long time, are 5-1. and one. They're going to go take on 4-0 and oh Jackson. Now, let me tell you something. Jackson is a beast, but the Blue Devils are playing better than they have played in a bunch of years. The Blue Devils, as a matter of fact, I had their game uh, myself and Rick uh, Burkett. We had that game last week on the radio. Uh, It was homecoming in Escambia County uh, for the Blue Devils. The Blue Devils played Monroe County. They picked up a big win there on homecoming. Uh, But Jackson was off last week to kind of heal up and get ready for this end-of-the-year run. Jackson at 4-0 is going to be a tough test for Escambia County, but... If, if you're going to be the best, you got to beat the best. So hopefully uh, we'll, we'll look at this next week and see how this turns out. Jackson is a really good football team, but so is the Blue Devils. So we'll see how it turns out. So Escambia County at Jackson, probably the biggest game in this area of, of all the games that we've got. Another big game in Class 3A Region 1, and like I say, the – 
the region is starting to sort itself out now. You're looking at Flomaton at 4-1, undefeated in the region, taking on Thomasville. The Thomasville Tigers at 4-0, and uh, this is going to be a big game. This is going to be a game that could actually settle on. Uh, now, let me, let me go on to say this. This is more than likely going to be for the well, I, I don't know whether I should say this because of Thomasville or not because I, I may hurt feelings in Thomasville, but I've seen uh, Mobile Christian play. Mobile Christian is a beast. It's going to be hard for anybody uh, in the region to beat Mobile Christian. Mobile Christian is a really, really good football team, and they're huge up front. Uh, defensively up front, they're huge. Offensive line, they're huge. Uh, they're very well coached by Coach Ronnie Cottrell. But looking at this game between Flomaton and Thomasville, one of these two teams could end up winning the region, but in order to do it, you've got to beat Mobile Christian. This is going to be a good football game right here. Flomaton, Thomasville, uh, it's going to be a good one. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see how that thing plays out, but it's going to be a game that would that would be fun to watch because Flomaton, very run-oriented. And, uh, and and Thomasville doesn't re- hadn't really seen them yet. I am going to see them in a couple of weeks, but I hadn't seen them yet. But evidently, they're a little more balanced than Flomaton is. Flomaton relies heavily on the run. I've talked to some people at Flomaton, and they have said, admittedly, that they struggle throwing the football. Don't throw it that much at all. But they got the big men up front. They've got a good running back. Um, and... Uh, Jacks Fillmore, they're going to run the football, so we'll just have to see how that thing plays out. Another big 4A Region 1 game coming up in Daphne this week as the T.R. Miller Tigers out of Escambia County, Alabama. Uh, they're part of the Bruton City School System. They will be traveling T.R. Miller at 3-2, and two, going to Bayside Academy at 4-1. and one. That game in Daphne, that's going to sort some things out uh, there in 4A Region 1 as well. So that's going to be uh, a good ball game. It'll be one to pay attention to because it's, like I say, that right now the way things are looking, uh, these regions, and we'll talk about it a little more in just a minute, but uh, these regions are starting to sort themselves out and the cream is percolating to the top. And these teams that are that are playing well, they're hoping to continue to improve and play better as we approach the playoff football season. And finally, the game that I will have on the radio on Friday night be going to Mobile. W.S. Neal, the Blue Eagles at 4 and one they will be at Cottage Hill Christian Cottage Hill is 0 and 5 I believe Cottage Hill is a little better than what the record indicates but they've played kind of a beginning of the year really top heavy top loaded uh, schedule and 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 so Neil's going to have to go in there keep their head on straight because if Neil wants to make a run you know Neil's one loss has come to Mobile Christian that I talked about earlier how good they are they're really good. So basically, Neil knows that they're not going to get another shot at Mobile Christian unless it's in the playoffs. But what they've got to do is just continue to take care of their business in the uh, in the region as all these region games come up. And they've got some toughies left. Neil still has Flomaton, uh, Thomasville, and uh, and and they've um, somebody else. 
exhale. That's who they've got left. So they've got those three teams, which are really good football teams, left. So Neil's really got to play hard and 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 be have their heads on straight as we approach the playoffs at the end of the year. But that'll be our game. Uh, I'll be on WBZR 105.9 FM in Atmore uh, with the Neil Blue Eagles um, at Cottage Hill. That game will go on the air about 6.30. Kickoff will be at 7 o'clock, so that game will be on the radio on Friday night. So as we continue to talk about things, let's look at some of the region standings. In beginning, uh, we're going to start in Class 7A, Region 1. And surprisingly, and I say this because I've back when I was in school years ago, we played um, Mary Montgomery. Mary G. Montgomery out of uh, Sims, Alabama, over in the Mobile County area, they've always been known more, I've always known them as a baseball school, but they're playing a little football over there now. Mary Montgomery leads Region 1, Class 7A Region 1 at 6-0. They're 3-0 in the region. They defeated Baldwin County last week by a score of 45-14. They will be this week playing at Davidson. Baker, will the Baker Hornets, they're 5-1 in the region. They're undefeated. Or they're 5-1 on the season. They're undefeated at 3-0 in the region. So you've got two teams in 7A Region 1 that are undefeated. Uh, Baker lost. Their one loss came uh, last Friday night to Dothan High School, 35-14. They will be this week at Alma Bryant. If you look at Daphne, Daphne is 3-3 three and three on the year so far. They are 2-1 and one in the region. They lost to Spanish Fort by a score of 35-27, to 27, and they're off this week. So Daphne will get an opportunity to kind of lick their wounds and recover. And Davidson, Davidson, who... Um, who will be taking on Mary Montgomery, who leads the region right now. Davidson at 2-3, and 1-2 and two in the region. They lost to a very good BC Rain team, 49-35 to 35 this last week. And like I say, they will be taking on Mary Montgomery. So there's the top four teams. Those are right now, if the season was to end today, Mary Montgomery, Baker, Daphne, and Davidson, those four teams would be in the playoffs for 7A Region 1. As we continue and look at 6A, 6A, Sarah Land. I've heard them referred to one time earlier uh, this year as the University of Sarah Land. They're a very good football team. They're undefeated on the year, 6-0. They're in 6A Region 1, undefeated at 6-0. They're 4-0 in the region. They defeated Foley this past week, 70-20. to they beat them by 50. They will be at the Blunt Leopards this week. Spanish Ford at 4-2, and 3-1 and one on the uh, year in the region. They defeated Daphne 35-27. to 27. They will be at St. Paul's in Mobile. So, or, or actually, they will play at home. I'm sorry. They will play at home. Spanish Ford and St. Paul's will play on the hill in Spanish Fort. Of course, uh, these teams are, are just looking to, to continue winning as they they work their way toward the playoffs. Uh, the Theodore Bobcats, 4-2 so far on the season. They're 3-1 and one in uh, Class 6A Region 1. They defeated Opelika by a score of 16-10. to 10. They're off this week. And, of course, we've already talked about St. Paul's at 4-1. and one. They defeated Faith Academy last week, which is unusual. Faith Academy 
typically has a very good football team, but they're having their struggles somewhat this year. Uh, Faith Academy, uh, or actually St. Paul's, after defeating uh, Faith Academy 40-7, to they will be, of course, we mentioned, at Spanish Fort this week. So that's your 6A Region 1. Moving down to 5A Region 1, Gulf Shores. Gulf Shores has got a good squad. Gulf Shores at 6-0, 4 4-0 in 5A Region 1. They defeated Murphy by a score of 37-14. They will play Williamson uh, this week down in Gulf Shores, so that will be a big game there. Viger did not play this past week. They're 5-0, 4-0 in the region, so you've got two teams atop Class 5A Region 1 that are both 5-0, and they will be at Faith Academy coming up this Friday night. Faith Academy, the third place team in that region as standing sit right now, they're 3-3 and on the year, 2-2 two and two in the region. They defeated Blunt, a close game, 14-12. to They will be at, of course, Gulf Shores. We've already mentioned that coming up. Um, did I get that right? I think I did. Because I was, actually, no, I'm sorry. I think Faith Academy is who I was talking about. Faith Academy will play Viger this week. I'd skip down a line. Williamson at 3-3, three and 2-2. Three, two and two. Uh, Them and Faith Academy both have the same record. And uh, so they will be at Gulf Shores. Williamson will be at Gulf Shores. And I just think I made a mockery of that. But anyway, you, you understand what I'm talking about. I think I finally got it kind of straightened out. As we look at uh, Class 4A Region 1, Jackson, the Jackson Aggies, they're at 4-0, 3-0 in the region. They did not play. They will be uh, playing Escambia County this week. Uh, the Blue Devils, Escambia County, will be at Jackson. Of course, Jackson, 4-0, 3-0 in, in Class 4A Region 1. Uh, Escambia, uh, Escambia County, 5-1, 2-1 in the region. Their only loss came to St. Michael's. Uh, St. Michael's Catholic out of Baldwin County. So Escambia County will be, uh, they defeated Monroe County this past week by a score of 41-6. to They will be at Jackson. Bayside Academy at 4-1, 2-1 in the region. Did not play T.R. Miller this past week at 3-2, 2-1, did not play. T.R. Miller and Bayside play each other this week. T.R. Miller will be at Bayside over in Daphne, so that's going to be a big game over there for them. If you look at uh, 4A Region 1, you've got four teams in that region, Escambia County, Bayside Academy, T.R. Miller, and St. Michael's, all at 2-1 and one in the region. Looking at Jackson, who is the number one team in the region, the Jackson offense, they're averaging 39.5 points a game, and on defense, they give up four. So Jackson's a good football team. Continuing down as we look at 3A Region 1. 3A Region 1, Mobile Christian is on top there. They are 6-0. and They are 6-0 and on the year, 3-0 and in Region 1 play. They defeated Orange Beach by a score of 39-7. to They will be playing Hillcrest Evergreen this coming week, so that's going to be another big 3A Region 1 matchup there. Thomasville, who is also undefeated, undefeated in the region, did not play. Thomasville travels to Flomaton to take on the Hurricanes this week. That will be a game that will be on the radio on WPFL 105.1 FM in Flomaton. You can catch 
uh, Attorney Ernie and White Shoes on the game from there. Flomerton, there again, talking about them. They will be hosting uh, Thomasville this week. Uh, W.S. Neal also did not play last week. W.S. Neal at 4-1, and 2-1 and one in the region. They will be at Cottage Hill Christian. That game is the game that we will have on the radio for you on WBZR 105.1 FM in Atmore. As we continue to look uh, down at the region standings now, Region 1 uh, in Class 2A, St. Luke's is at 5-1. and one. They lost to Leroy last week. They lost to 1A Leroy by a score of 42-10. to 10. But St. Luke's at 5-1. and one. They're 3-0 and oh in the region. They will be at Francis Marion. Chickasaw, the Chieftains, they are the second-place team as standings stand right now in Class 2A Region 1. They have a record of 3-3. Three and three. They're 2-1 and one in the region. They defeated McIntosh by a score of 32-22. They will play Clark County at or, or at home, actually, this week. So it'll be Chickasaw and Clark County, a big region game in Class 2A Region 1. Clark County, we just mentioned, they will be at Chickasaw. Clark County right now is 1-4 on the year as far as their overall record. They're 1-0 in the region, and uh, they lost to, to Mil- uh, Milry by a score of 28-14. They will be at Chickasaw. Now, the fourth-place team right now, as standings stand, the JU Blackshire Bulldogs at 3-3. Three and three. They're 1-2 in the region. They lost the cross-county rival um, XL 35-12. They will be playing McKenzie this week in a non-region matchup. And now let's look at Class 1A Region 1. You've got Milry at 5-1. and one. They're 3-0 and oh in the region. They defeated Clark County by a score of 28-14. They will be at Washington County this week. Leroy, the Bears, very good football team. They are 4-0 and oh in the region. They're actually listed as the number two team in the region. And the reason they are right now is because Milry is 3-0 and oh in the region. Leroy's only played two games. They've won both of those. They defeated St. Luke's 42-10. to 10. Uh, Leroy will pick up another win this week as they travel to J.F. Shields. Southern Choctaw, the number three uh, as the standings are right now in 1A Region 1. Uh, Southern Choctaw, 2-3, and 1-1. One and one. They defeated Marengo by a score of 36-28. to 28. They will be at Choctaw County this week. In Choctaw County, of course, they did not play last week, but they will take on Southern Choctaw this week. Choctaw County is 1-3, and, three, and um, they are 1-3 on the year, and they are 1-2 in Class 1A. Region 1. So that's a kind of a runover of all the things that are happening in the Alabama High School uh, Athletic Association Class 7A through 1A Region 1. Those are your Region 1 games that are coming up this week and your Region 1 standings. The top of those, 1 through 4, all of those teams that I mentioned would be playoff teams uh, if they got mentioned as being 1, 2, 3, or 4. If the season ended today, those would be your playoff teams for the Alabama High School Athletic Association teams in in their respective class in Region 1. Let's look at the AISA. The number one overall team in AISA right now is Glenwood School. They defeated Valiant Cross this last week by a score of 48-18. to 18. Uh, Glenwood School, they are... 
uh, 6-0. and They are 4-0 and in their region, which they are a Class 3A uh, team in the state of uh, Alabama as far as AISA. They are followed by Lee Scott Academy. Lee Scott Academy, 5-1 and on the year, 3-1. and They defeated Atauga Academy by a score of 38-12. to The number four ranked Class 3A team uh, is Fort Dale Academy, 5-1. and They are 3-1 and in the region. They defeated Monroe Academy last week by a score of 35 to nothing. And in the fourth place spot in uh, Class 3A for AISA, Atauga Academy, 4-2 on the year. They are 2-2 two two, uh, on in the region play. They lost to Lee Scott Academy by a score of 38-12. to So as we move from Class 3A, AISA, let's look now at... Uh, at Class 2A. Class 2A is being led right now by Hooper Academy. Now, Hooper Academy is 3-3 three and three on the year. They're 2-0 and oh in the region uh, in, in Class 2A in their region. Of course, there's two, there's two regions in, class, in the, the Class 2A division in AISA. You've got Region 1 and Region 2. So they have not lost a Region 2 game yet, even though they, they did lose to uh, a Region 1 opponent last week. They lost to a Scambia Academy by a score of 32-12. to 12. Chambers Academy, they're 5-1. They're, they're the second-place team in Class 2A Region 1. They did not play last week. Edgewood Academy at 1-5. They are 1-1 one one in Class 2A Region 1. Edgewood Academy lost to Banks Academy last week by a score of 28-6. And uh, I don't have their, their games this week. I'm not sure who these teams are playing. I'm just telling you where they're falling uh, within their respective classifications. And uh, the number four place team in Class 2A Region 1. They would be a playoff team right now, Macon East Academy 0-6-0-1. Of course you've got two teams, Abbeville Christian uh, kind of is trailing the pack. They defeated Sparta Academy last week, but, but they're 0-2 in the region and they are occupying that fifth place spot. Looking at Region 2, now some of our teams here in our area are in Region 2 in Class 2A of the AISA. Now Banks Academy, uh, they're, they're way up north of here, but they're leading the way in the region with a 2-0 region record. They're 5-1 on the year, 2-0 in Class 2A Region uh, Two, they defeated Edgewood Academy 28 to six. Clark Prep is five and two, one and zero oh in the region. They lost to Lowndes Academy. Lowndes Academy, of course, is the uh, number one ranked Class A team, uh, or actually the the Class A. Uh, region one team, Lowndes Academy is six and zero, two and zero on the year. So Clark Clark Prep lost to Lowndes by a score of forty five to seven. Patrician Academy at four and two, they're one and one in the region. They defeated South Choctaw Academy thirty four to eight. And Pickens Academy at one and five, they are zero and one. They lost to Jackson Academy forty four. To 20. Now, those teams, Banks Academy, Clark Prep, Patrician Academy, and Pickens Academy, would all be playoff teams in Class 2A Region 2. Jumping down to Class uh, 
to the A class, the AISA Class 1A, Lowndes Academy, as we mentioned, 6-0 on the year, 2-0 in the region. They defeated Clark Prep, so they're the number one team in Class A Region 1. Crenshaw Christian at 5-2, they're 1-0 in the region. They defeated Macon East Academy last week, 29-0. They're the number two team. Lakeside is 4-2 on the year. They're 1-1 in Class um, AISA Class A Region 1. So Lakeside would be the number three team. And Southern Academy at 4-2, they're 0-1. They defeated Wilcox Academy. So those would be your potential playoff teams right there in uh, AISA uh, Class A. Uh, Region 1 would be Lowndes, Crenshaw, Christian, Lakeside, and Southern Academy. So now as we move to Region 2 of Class 1A, Jackson Academy, they're a very good football team, the defending state champions in the uh, Class 1A division of the AISA. Jackson Academy 7-0, 2-0. They defeated Pickens Academy by a score of 44-20. Wilcox Academy at 5-2. Uh, they're from up there at Camden. They're 1-0 in the region. They lost to Southern Academy last week by a score of 30-29, to a very close ball game. South Choctaw Academy at 2-4. They are 1-1 in the region. They lost to Patrician Academy 34-8. And Snook Christian out of Baldwin County, Alabama, they're 0-5 on the year and did not play last week. Sparta Academy kind of brings the, the tail end up. They're 0-6 on the year. They lost to Abbeville Christian uh, 24-22. So that's going to basically your potential playoff teams out of Region 2 of Class A are going to be Jackson Academy, Wilcox Academy, South Choctaw Academy, and Snook Christian if the season ended today. Well, we're about 30 minutes in. That's going to do things. I, You know, I struggled a little bit tonight, and I'm sorry for it. I just tried to get a lot of information out to you, and I hope uh, you were able to follow me. I'm, I'm not even sure a little bit whether I was able to follow myself. But anyway, uh, we'll try to get this thing back to normal next week. Of course, uh, we appreciate you for listening. We appreciate you if you would just uh, like the podcast and share it, tell your friends about it. Uh, it's available anywhere that you can find a podcast. So look for us. It's called Sports Moose Media. We've got the coolest little logo. It's got a moose on it. It's got a bunch of balls and stuff, baseball, football, basketball, all kind of stuff are around his feet because we are a, a, a sports uh, um, media uh we just love sports. We're trying to get it out there. Anyway, that's going to do it for me. I'm going to try to get out of here before I, uh, b- before I hamper anybody else from from not wanting to tune in again. Thank you so much again. Rick will be back with me next week, and I'm looking forward to that. So thank you so much again for listening to the Sports Moose Media Podcast, and uh, and I hope you will certainly listen in each and every week that we're on the air. <laughs>